here we are at the Friday Night Movie booth at Baltimore Comic Con. We are lucky enough to be sitting down with Ted and Josh, two key people in making all of this work this weekend. We are sitting down with two staff members of the con who have been on board for many, many, many years and are going to give us some insight into how all of this comes to be. And you don't usually get a chance to chat with the folks who are running these things because A, they're so busy, and B, I got to admit, having been to a lot of other cons, uh, and you, some are some have very friendly people, but I don't think I've ever been to a con where the staff has been as friendly, yeah, as kind, truly. as um, as approachable as the people at this con. I have never felt more relaxed around someone with the insignia of a con mm -hmm. as I have. And by the way, this is not like the most relaxing year for going to large crowded events, <laughs> Becky, right? No. Like you're talking about the pandemic, but right? I'm and all these things, and I honestly I feel, feel very like safe. I felt I feel safe. Very safe. I feel like uh, every time I've had to ask someone a question, they have known the answer. Which, by the way, when does that happen? I, I go to like I a stadium where the same thing happens every time. <laughs> people don't know the answer. I go to the random information booth, and it's a different you know different people rotate through, and I ask for where a random person is because that's my contact here. They're like, oh yeah, he's sitting over here at that specific place, and I go to the place, and the person's there. Yeah. I've been extremely impressed with how everything's run here. So the fact that then these guys are taking time to chat with us has been really fantastic. Thank you. So I realize I'm not sure how much our listeners wanted to hear my review, but th I would get They got it. Baltimore Comic Con staff gets a buy. Gets a buy. From and Friday Night Movie. All right. Well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, and we appreciate those kind words. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we do really mean it. We don't, um, uh, we wouldn't say that lightly. We, you know, we wouldn't say that lightly. So, we appreciate it. So we do know that Ted is, uh, is a Baltimore Comic-Con lifer. Been here for most of the days of his life. But Josh, how long have you been with the con? This is my 13th. Whoa, so who has more years? I, I think Josh, I think Josh has more years. Just barely? Only well, because I've been alive longer. Oh, just yes. barely. He's been he's been alive quite a bit longer, if I if I could say so myself. This is true. I remember him in diapers. Okay. <laughs> so wait, the 13th year, so this is your Baltimore Comic Con bar mitzvah. My God, wow. it is. Well, you are great. Wow. Shalom to me. Exactly. We're gonna we're gonna bring a chair <laughs> out. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get Joe Casada and Tom King. They're gonna lift a chair. They're gonna lift a chair. That's awesome. It's Love gonna it. be amazing. Uh, all right, and and so Ted, and you've been here how many years? I am 23 now, so I've been here since maybe 12. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wow. think that sounds about right. I, I've certainly come to the show uh, before then. Uh, you know, I've certainly been in the hall since seven or eight, uh, but that was mostly here to get free stuff so, from my contacts. So uh, you've been working at the Comic Con since you were 12. I, uh, that's what, what I would what say. Yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of task did they put you up to at uh, 12 years old? What were you? Uh... For a lot of years, we've had a junior staff section, and those mm -hmm. those are those people are generally dedicated to. Uh, doing some of the things in the con that are that are more a little bit menial or more repetitive, but things that are important to get done, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, things like handing out food vouchers for the wonderful concessions oh, here uh, at Baltimore Convention Center, and, and you by know, the way, line control. A plus absolutely. on those pretzels. 
Yeah. They yeah. sold out. A plus yeah. on the prep. I've heard, I've heard good good things Good thing you got it when you did. It's definitely changed a little bit since then, and, and now most of our volunteers are 18 or older, uh, and, and we have a little bit more of a defined structure than we had, you know, 10 or 12 years ago. But I, I've definitely been in places, e even if it's just been alongside some of the more experienced staff members gaining experience while I was a little bit younger. Um, you, you know, we're, we're not going to put anybody in a place where they're not comfortable being, of course, but it's very much, I've wanted to be here ever since I came early on and just saw it when I wasn't working. I wanted to be working here and I, I wanted to gain the experience because it, it, it truly is, as you said, I mean, it's, it's a family, you know, I, I know. I know everybody here. I, I brought wonderful. I brought my daughter as my intern to a con a few years ago when she was seven. Now she's ten, and it's the pandemic. We didn't want to bring her until she could be vaccinated to with something with as many people. But man, did she and my other daughter all they wanted to do was come and be interns. That's awesome. They, but now I'm feeling like I should have to maybe I'm gonna have to promote them when they hear this episode because you called them junior staff. So you're causing a little bit of. <laughs> pressure for me here, Chad. Baltimore Comic-Con treats its employees better than Friday Night Movie. This is very stressful. Well, and Ted was the exception to the rule because he's been fairly good at this from actually his first week. It's almost annoying. <laughs> it's always, I'm sure it's always annoying for Josh. I think I have a little bit less experience, like, longevity-wise, but... Uh, he's got more power. I'm, got, he's got it. He does I, have the juice. I make it work. Okay. I hear that a lot. All right, so... Beck, you've now been to three cons. We won't say the other cons because we, we want to be professionally sure. courteous and also people know which cons we've been to. Um, uh, 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 or at least that Becky's been to. You've been to, I've been to lots of them all over the place. Uh, you've been to three cons. What is the difference in the vibe of Baltimore Comic Con? Oh, yeah. And, and, and ones the, I've been to previously. The ones you've been to previously. So, um, so I've noticed that this one is much more actually comic book comic focused as opposed to being more about you know shows and pop culture and a lot of the things that orbit around the comic book world Absolutely. and then even within that I was walking around trying to find a, a newer comic and it, I actually couldn't find it so you it's really I think then within that I've talked to a bunch of different vendors like no 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 we we're doing a lot more like old school golden stuff. Age. Yeah, golden, gold, age golden age stuff. I mean, you have the, the artists that are here with their current relevant work, and that's pretty. I mean, that's incredible. So it's it's a it's a it's a real wonderful scene that people really dedicated to that golden age of comics and and yeah. So and the current creators the current with their creators, stuff. Yeah. But but it, it isn't. It didn't feel as contemporary. Just. The, the contemporary off the assembly line. Right, stuff. like uh, one of the one of the vendors I was talking to was like, "Well, I'll have someone stop by my shop and and grab that grab the that new that new you know comic that you're interested in and bring it over because that's a, that's not what we're bringing here this weekend typically." And I think that's super cool. I mean, I, it's really nice for people who are immersed in this to come and you yeah. know be able to revel in that so so a is becky right or has she blown it and b what is what do you all see as no the she's, she's definitely right this con the Baltimore comic Con, specifically on the east coast has become known as the the one you want to go to for comic books yeah new york's got the celebrities ton of them good for that they got the pop they got the fight where, where were the comic books are? that's and that's great. i mean that's essentially one day all the movie stuff is going to go away 
we know it, it's a reality. Comic book guys are always going to be comic book guys. Yeah. And that's what our show's for. We're for those guys. This, I, and this, I mean, I, I do, I don't, we love the New York Comic Con and they do their thing. Oh yeah, I wasn't I, trying yeah, to no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, and there's I, I love New York. roles right, the absolutely. Cities, if they're all the and, same, right? And we're absolutely, in the in the past couple of years, prior to the, prior to COVID and everything that's happened this year, uh, 2019, 2018, 2017, we, we absolutely have sort of ventured into that area a little bit. Uh, specific shows uh, like the CW's, The Flash, Arrow, mm-hmm. uh, Gotham. We, we've had Lord, a real Lord of the Rings actor here, uh, Deadpool movie, uh, a number of characters. I, and we, so we've gotten definitely involved in pop cultures and, and had celebrity appearances. And we, we, we've definitely added that to the show. But it's always been, and this is sort of, as we bounce back, right? We had to take a year off due, due to how the world was, right? And as we bounce back this year. You notice that we don't we don't have that celebrity section, and that, that's because we're we're really bouncing back to our roots. This yeah. is our foundation. This is the foundation of the show. We're here. We're 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 a comic book convention. We're comic book focused. And and I love what you said. You mentioned about very golden age and, and very old mm-hmm. comic focused. And and that's where a lot of the vendors. If you'll go around and, and see those exhibitors and vendors. That's where a lot of the people that you see have those big comic boxes. Uh, apologize for my phone, but uh, big comic book boxes that are full of those kind of comics, as well as the artists themselves who both can sign those comics if you bought them and are here to, to tell us about their new stuff. Absolutely. In addition to the, the artist alley section, which is big, bigger this year than you know some, some of the other years in the past that it's been, we have a ton of artists over there. That's always the section I love to check out first because there are just as many new books over there as we have back on, on the floor here in some of those artists that, that join us every single year. And I get to see new stuff every single year and it makes me it makes me happy to see the industry continue to... Yeah, and you get to see the artists grow from year to year. Absolutely. From being the indie guy to now being, hey, I'm in a comic book. Absolutely. And, and we are often the only podcast exhibiting at a con. And so... The, the folks never exactly know where to put us, so we've been everywhere. We've been with the guys selling dice. We've been with the popcorn sellers. We've been by the bathroom next to nobody. Um, and now we, and this Here time we're on the Artist we're, Alley, and I have to say, I have really loved the, I'm like, oh, maybe we are we're artists. in the Artist Alley. We're in, Man, the, that, we're, in, we're in the, in the, the row of, I, I would, yeah, you're with some pretty giants? good news. Well, I, mean, I don't know. This is, I mean, I know. I, we're we're I, next to Tom King's yeah, booth. Yeah, I know. We, 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 when we walked in, I said, Becky, I don't think you understand. And she's like, I don't understand. But I'm like, <laughs> I know where we are. I can I'm tell like, you from the lineups all all uh, weekend to get to get Tom King's uh, signature and to so buy and to buy his stuff. And I, I, I've been online to have, get his signature many times at other cons. So I know exactly where we were. And... But I, I, I've really enjoyed not just being in the artist alley, but there is something about this con where the respect for the artist alley and the centrality of the artists and the books and the stories feels like that is a central piece of the con as opposed to the roots of this con are comics, so we still kind of have to have them. And they're in some side room over there, and here's all the celebrity stuff. This feels like no. This is still at the heart of what we do, and and as a result, it it feels really like it's at the town square, right? Absolutely. The vendors are there too, 
and I mean, no one can see it because I'm pointing to things and I'm on an audio podcast. <laughs> but you can see the vendors are here. The, the, but it's like everything kind of meets at this crossroads, and the artists are part of that crossroads. And I love. I feel like the design was very intentional. Absolutely. What, Absolutely. what goes into the design of the floor of that of that experience for a Comic Con? So there is a team of guys which we are not part of that spends several hundred hours designing, oh, wow. redesigning, redesigning again what the floor is going to look like. Who's next to who? What's next to what? How do we make it so that the flow is the best for everybody, for fans and for artists to make sure they get everything they need, plus to make sure that there aren't lines that are so long that somebody else won't get attention because of an artist they're next to. Yeah, that I team is a bunch of incredibly creative and guys. And Chai, they thought to themselves, you know who we're going to stick between Tom King and Gene Ha? The Friday Night Movie Podcast. These jokers. Well, I, look, I will say, and I want you to know, and if there's, if you feel like anyone needs to know this, we, t we took that, we've taken that very seriously wherever we've been. When we are next to the Dice Guy or when we're next to Gene Ha and Tom King, which is that we know people are going to be waiting. Right. And we know that what we, what our mission is at the Comic-Con, we think a lot about um, the, not just what we want people to know, which is about our podcast or to sign up. We think about what we want people to feel. And we want them to feel that family experience. And at Comic-Con, you want that inclusion feeling, right? Absolutely. And so we, keep, we know that these people are standing forever. And so we think a lot about the eye contact we make with people. We think about when people come over while they're waiting and that they should feel like, I spent all this time hanging around here, that this was a cool, like, attract, like, you know in Disney World when you're waiting on those long lines and they have the cool <laughs> shit happening? We're kind of <laughs> like, hey. We, we've had that while people are waiting online for their, for their, you know, like, signatures. They're like, oh, my friend's not holding my place. What are you guys about? Let's hang out. Yeah. So we're like, if Baltimore Comic Con took a chance on putting us here, we want to make that, like, we wanna a deliver. fun. We want to deliver. It's our job to deliver. You've done a good job. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll give you guys a bye. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, definitely, definitely a buy. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, now speaking of buys, we're going to play some Friday Night Movie games with you guys because we know you're down for it. We bet you have strong pop culture opinions, right? Maybe. maybe. Okay, so maybe? maybe. <laughs> all right, okay, so we're going we're gonna to leave the realm of talking about cons for a second, and we're going to talk about... Um, let's, I just want to just probe you a little bit on what, what are your biggest fandoms? Uh, Ted, what is your biggest fandoms? Which ones are the ones you care about most? And then we're going to make you make very hard choices and be very uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> man, I uh, I am not... I, I'm very, very, I'm very much a video game guy. Oh, video game, uh, okay. Yeah, cool. and, and right. so as much as I, I, lo I love my comics and I, I love more... I'm actually more of a newer stuff type guy as opposed to a golden age type guy, and maybe that's because I'm a little younger. But so not a Zelda guy. Uh, no, 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 but that's that's the other side of it, right? Because that's, but that's still video games to me, right? Okay. Is I grew up playing PS2 and Twilight Princess on the Game Boy okay. and Pokemon and, and everything like that and God, Sonic the young. Hedgehog and, and Spyro and everything there. And I, and I have evolved very much into... Uh, Right now, I mean, you know, Call of Duty and what's happening on on the PC and New World and uh, Smite is a game that I play a lot. And, Smite, yeah, I so, bet I a lot of smiting in it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's very similar to League of Legends. Oh, okay. If you okay, know yeah. League of Legends, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, both MOBAs. It, Smite's just third person, but uh, it is. You know, I, I'm very much I'm very video game focused. I will definitely I'll read my comics, and when I get a chance to read, I know I love to read, but. 
I'm, I'm very much spend my time in front of a computer. Okay, and now what about movies and TV? Do you have fandoms of movies and TV? Movies like, and TV. Like, are you a Star Wars guy or a... I'm not a huge Star Wars guy. I've never seen any Lord of the Rings films. Okay. Uh, Wait, I, what? I feel like you have to make an you know effort what, not that to means, see them. That means, that means you have a lot of life left mm-hmm. to live, man. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. That's it. Look, I gotta tell you. I have to talk to I, your dad. Are, <laughs> Josh, are, are you a music fan? Yeah. Are you a Rolling Stones fan? Okay, well, uh, a Beatles fan? Yeah. Okay, on one hand, there are some people who they heard the White Album when they were little. Right. But how cool would it be to meet someone and play them the White Album when they're 30? Nope, agree. Right? Oh, right? So, he, you know, that's good for Ted. He'll get to Star I've, Wars movies. Uh, when we have an extra 30 hours, I'll show you the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, exactly. I've, extended I've, I've never heard the White Album. I don't okay. know what it is. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's cool. I, I'll tell you, I mean, recently, movies-wise, obviously, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is something I, I'm a huge fan of. Okay. Right? I'm a right. comic nerd, and, and so I obviously follow that. I, I also follow... The, the DC Cinematic Universe, and I have not been as impressed with, with some of their performances as I think the general public may agree with me. Have you seen all of the DC movies? I have. All I've right, seen so all the gonna, Marvel uh, movies as well. All right, it's, let's, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some buy, rent, meh with the DC movies, okay? Okay. All right, and we're going to do buy, rent, meh with... Uh, have you seen all of the ones featuring Harley Quinn? Uh, I have seen... I haven't seen uh, the single Joker movie. Like oh, the, the I don't one think she's dead. in that she's one. She's not in that one. Okay, okay. In fact, I don't think anyone is in that one. I don't even think the Joker's counts. in that one. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that movie's a prank, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, you okay. might be right. All right, okay. So, Suicide Squad. Yeah. The David Ayer's movie. Yeah. That isn't really his. That was like not the recent one, right? The old. The, yeah, yeah, the, the old first one. one. The one, the one that was recut on iMovie by the studio. Okay. <laughs> How do you really feel about yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I mean, don't worry. My, the the um, the Birds of Prey mm-hmm. and the new Suicide Squad. Okay. That's also called the Suicide Squad. Yep, they're Very called confusing. the same thing. Same thing. Um, buy, each... buy, rent, or man. So oh, so can, so each one gets one. Each one gets one. Now you have to know the you have to know the, what each one means. So do you remember VHSs? Have you heard of them? <laughs> You've heard of them, you, Josh. You definitely Ten years I know, never okay. owned one. I've never yeah. owned one, but I okay, know what so it is. So in the old days, you go to a Blockbuster, if you really loved a movie, you would buy it. Okay. And it was like $20 in the 90s. That's an insane amount of money. Yeah. Most of the time, you rented a movie, which means you, you should get it once. You watch it once, right? Yeah. Um, as long as you didn't forget it in your car and then spend $20 in late fees. Yep. And then meh, meh can mean whatever you want. So you got to define your meh. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean you're thrown in the garbage. Okay, buy rent man, you will assign a value to each one of those. Okay, it doesn't it take, doesn't take me any time at all to tell you that the new Suicide Squad is the buy, the other Suicide Squad is the rent, and the Birds of Prey is so far down on the map wow. on the mess Bold. scale. Bold. All right. Now, and it's not even close. What's your rationale? What's your Okay, well, so I know why the new one the, is good. The, the new, new one, one is just amazing. The casting is fantastic. James Gunn was the perfect choice to, to be in charge of that. It was it was absolutely Josh's, Josh's words. All right, we'll get to Josh in a moment here. It was it was absolutely fantastic. The the original or I, I don't want to call it the original Suicide Squad, but the older one that came out a couple years ago. That one, I, I do think it had some solid casting. I still maintain that Margot Robbie was the correct choice and is the correct yeah, choice for Harley Quinn. Um, but I, I think that they overused her a little bit to make up for some of the some of the other characters. And I wasn't a huge fan of how they portrayed 
the the military lead of the Suicide Squad. I was a huge fan of how they portrayed uh, is it Amanda Walker? Waller. Amanda Waller. Waller. That, yeah, yeah, I was a huge fan, and I remain a huge fan of her. But I'm not a huge fan of the guy. Um, and so, but and so that's that's a that's a rent. I would definitely watch it once to experience the characters. But Birds of Prey, man. I mean, you just said you could have done so many things. It was such a great concept for. Uh, a, a female power movie and Margot Robbie after being hyped up and, and being the star of that original Suicide Squad movie was had, had so much potential and then it, it felt like once again they sort of lacked on, on the characters just a little bit and it was very much like okay we're going to spend this movie introducing a couple characters so we can maybe use them in future movies in the DC universe and that's okay but what is with origins just give us the, the story in the movie you know we yeah can have like a, and it felt like very much a setup movie and that felt it felt like that to me because of how it was dictated to like how the plot was dictated as well I mean it just didn't feel like the plot was dedicated as much as it should be to the the enemy of the movie it was very much uh oh dude we're having so much fun i like you i like you and we we're gonna go beat up this guy i'm impressed you could find the plot in that movie yeah <laughs> yep. all right josh you have different feelings on this one yeah i'm not a big i mean none of the suicide squad movies are amazing to me i like um, that last one a lot of the three it was the best and i love james gunn um but it just even that just it was missing something maybe too much Harley Quinn I love the care I love Margot Robbie I think she's amazing at the part but it was kind of like we needed to shove her in here well she was in her own movie for 50% of that movie well there you go there's that she is in a different movie literally a different movie there's yeah. a total other movie happening and then they it's almost like at one point they filmed just her like and then 10 them. minutes at the end of yeah. all of them together oh yeah let's <laughs> but I mean all in all of the three of them that was by far the best yes. okay very cool okay alright now Josh you're gonna get your own Byron Matt Oh, exciting. Okay, so now you have these old school tastes. Yes. Star Wars. What about it? Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. What's one more you can throw at him? All time fan. Quick, how old are we? Uh, 40s, <laughs> 30s. But it, but it has to be like a series? Yeah, is, is, yeah. Is, is there a Hobbit movie? Do you stare at the Lord of the Rings? Oh, that's that's oh. part of Lord of the Rings. I guess like okay. Star Trek? Are you a Star Trek Star Trek, Trek movies? I mean, there are Star Trek movies. But, I mean, do you care about Star Trek? Is Does anybody still care about Star Trek? No, I mean, are you? I, I care about Star, Star Trek. And I can still, I can tell Star Wars and, and, and Lord of the Rings are deep in your heart. Give me one more that's in your heart. Like the Alien series? Aliens oh. movies were good. Um, gosh, I mean, growing up as a kid, we, the 80s, we had so many great, there wasn't a lot of series at the time. Right. We just had Neverending Story and Labyrinth. I was going to say Labyrinth, and but that's Goonies. not a series. I mean, we had all those single one-off movies yeah. that were fantastic. That's true. Those movies. Oh, wait. You know what? Let's just play with those then. All right. Labyrinth. Labyrinth, Neverending Story, and Goonies. Goonies. Buy, Rent, Met. Well, we're buying all three of them. No, no, no that's no, true. I have you You're like my sister Lily. Lily does that. You okay. have the force rank. All right. All right. All right. Yes, we, we agree. All of those are buys 100%. All of those are buys 100%. No, no, I see. Push comes to show. We would never make... We would never make Josh actually choose those. <laughs> all of us own all of those movies. Yes. Now he's going to play the game. I've never seen any of those movies. Okay. Wow, uh, you're but, so but you, you know what? You have so much ahead of you. I am so, much so, so talking to your dad. <laughs> um, gosh. Goonies would probably be the buy. All right. Wow, yeah, never okay. say die. Yeah. Never say die. Also, my kids go to a bilingual school, and they 
pee their pants laughing in that scene where Corey Feldman mistranslates <laughs> the instructions to the mother, and instead of you know telling her the the the, the housekeeper the instructions, right. she tells her about all the sex torture devices. <laughs> They're like, Daddy, can you believe? Um, Labyrinth for David Bowie. Ah. Oh, great. And the, okay. one of the greatest tight pants ever in a movie. Well, that was awkward. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Tight pants. Um, I guess I gotta say, meh, it's a never ending story, but honestly, it needs to be a. It's yeah. the high meh. Right. Oh, it's okay. the high okay. meh. Oh, it's yeah. the high meh. We, we did an ep- is open for interpretation. One of our earliest episodes we did of. Oh, it's a long time ago. It was a few years ago. We did one of our favorite episodes. We watched, we rewatched Neverending Story, and we had one of the animators from Pixar wow. come on and just talk about the. He just storyboard artist. Storyboard, storyboard artist, artist from Pixar. Pixar. He just loved Neverending Story, and so we just, we just got into it with him. We just talked about it. That's awesome. Um, Ted, Josh, it has been such an absolute pleasure, and it has been an absolute pleasure, really, being a part of Baltimore Comic Con this whole weekend. Thank awesome. you for sharing your insights on the show, right? Because it's kind of a show. Yeah, the absolutely. show, the weekend. But also, we love talking pop culture with you, and we have already signed up for next year. So we'll be doing awesome. we, yeah, we, we'll we all, we'll be doing this again. Sure. Hopefully, all of us together. So a great thing you're going to find out that next year, and then the year after, and the year after, you're going to see the same faces. Yeah, and it's really cool getting it. to know some of these people over time. So you guys will get there, and they'll just start screaming your names as you guys walk by. Oh, that's amazing! Ah. It'll be perfect. Yeah. I love no, a cheers situation. And there we're even I mean, we're even missing some of our very regular guests this year because of the world scenario. Uh, so. Yeah. Even, COVID. <laughs> even even next year, I mean, you're, you're going to meet some fun people every single year. Yep. That's and amazing. That's, right. I mean, that's that's part of the part of the roots of the show. Just like we like comics, a lot of the people, surprise, surprise, that create comics also really like comics. What? <laughs> and and so and so they stick around. We have a really really rock solid. Uh, rock solid group of people and so you'll 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 definitely find a place here that's amazing right thank on. you so much thanks for being here well, thanks and, for having us uh, we, yeah, absolutely. We, we can't wait to talk again soon sounds good Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie booth at Baltimore Comic Con we have with us royalty Becky none other than an actual queen the queen Queen, the VTuber, um, who is going to tell us all about what VTubing is because Shy and I are like little baby birds in this world and don't know anything. So welcome, Queen. Thank you. Um, I'm super excited to be here. It's uh, It's been in quite an experience, but I mean, allow me to educate. Yes, please Exactly. Do. Tell us what yeah. VTubing is and should we take our animated characters and turn the... Well, after you explain to us, should we VTube our podcast? By all means, I think that would be a great move. Okay. Um, so VTubing <laughs> is actually something that's a lot more popular overseas than it is here. So Asia oh. is very well known for it. Um, it's only just starting to really pick up here in the U.S. Uh, it's kind of technically difficult, especially when it comes to character design, because you some people characterize their, you have to draw the hair by strand. Whoa. And everything. Oh boy. I use a preset. I've changed the colors, made the hair longer, kind of fixed her. And up. there is no preset pancake. No, unfortunately not. Okay. okay. Is it we a are pancake? Not, we I are not. It was a waffle. Oh, there is a waffle. So uh, we have. Oh, no, there's the pancake. Oh, there's my the brother pancake. is the pancake. My sister is the waffle, and I am the princess. That makes complete sense. Exactly. My child. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I would love to see you guys VTubed because here's the thing with VTubing. All you need, I have a $15 camera from Amazon that I have on top of my, my setup, and um, it'll track your movement. 
You can wow. also get a, a extra equipment. For example, I'm saving up for what they call a leap motion sensor, mm -hmm. meaning that if you move your hands, you move your body left, right, it will capture all of the movement. Oh, wow. Um, so, it's, so it's a whole thing. So it's you had to create your VTube animated character. Yes. Yeah. You drew that. Or well, I, I, I worked on it. it. Yeah. So you can use different types of software. I'm in, I just graduated with my IT degree, so it's like, you know, okay, there's a whole different like a type different of level. Yeah, no, there's like a whole different. I'm I'm a nerd. Just <laughs> I will not say that with shame. I am a wholehearted nerd. Oh, um, it, you know. we love it. We're here for it. I got you. So, so yeah. and what does what does the audience expect from a VTuber? Are you t giving them information? Are well, you well? That's the thing. Reading so, the news. Yeah. What's the well, I game. So okay. commentary on gaming. But the thing is, when you VTube, you have to make up for the lack of wholehearted expression. So your voice carries a lot of weight. Um, and since you guys are doing podcasts and all that, uh, all that jazz, if you do end up VTubing, it'll be business as usual because your voice has to carry as much all emotion right. as you want to relate. We're very emotional. Yeah. Very and I am, I, have been called, I have been told I have a buttery voice. What do you think? Is I it agree. Buttery, I mean, it is buttery. I would say you tell other people you no, have you a buttery voice. I was told I had a you buttery voice. You do have a buttery voice. voice. This is how it all started. I mean, I know my fan base thinks I have a very, like, either voice actorable voice or just something very soothing. It is extremely it's very soothing. soothing. As I'm, I was saying earlier when we first met, I'm very relaxed. Like, where is your ASMR channel? <laughs> I'm going to start watching. I'm going to start watching uh, your VTubes as VTube, my ASMR default. VTube ASMR. Do they have that yet? Possibly. I, I mean, mean, they have ASMR channels on Twitch. So there's maybe ASMR I'll, everything. I'll do an <laughs> ASMR special just <laughs> for you guys. You should. <laughs> and don't people have to put coins in it or something? Well, or well, or no, you can, buy you, widgets? No, you can diamonds? subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe, which is typically like, I think, four ninety nine a month. Okay, nice. Um, and even what I'll do probably is be like, you know, subscribers only or followers only and, and make it that way. But um, I'll grab my favorite book. Maybe I'll grab Let's Play and awesome. I'll just read it for you guys. Quiet ASMR, some soothing music in the background. And oh, we'll go I, from there. This is this is like meant this, to be. This, this is, is meant to this be. Is this is, to is be. I'm so excited. All right. So in addition to being a v VTuber, we talk. Oh, I have a great idea. Okay. So we talk about pop culture Love and it. movies on this Always. on this show. So I, I just want to know if you could take a famous movie, TV series, and have it just be redone as VTubes, so like a, a massive wall of VTube screens. Mm -hmm. So it's just VTube characters acting out the parts. So, so they it'd can't be move. Animated, just just, just the heads. No, yeah. but just the heads. Just a wall heads. of heads of VTube heads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Weird. Why? But that's what you were saying. That, it's just VTube heads. Okay. Maybe the movable arms with I the... I have the perfect show in mind. Oh, okay. okay then Which perfect. one? The, the OG Teen Titans. Oh, the that OG Teen Titans. That would be extremely entertaining. All right. Because um, each of those characters is so complex and hilarious. And if it's just the heads. I mean, they do it kind of in the show already. Where, the, the, you know, their little talk bubbles come if the scene's kind of pushed outwards. Um, but that one animated would just be... If VTube would just be hilarious. Like, you'll probably see one hand reach up and try and smack the other. I love it. I love it. I think that would be great. I that, really do. That is amazing. Queen, please give our listeners all the places they can catch your incredible creations. Um. Well, mainly Twitch. Uh, oh. I have TikTok, of course. I'm trying to work on more content for that, but I just got a new job recently, so it's kind of taken up a lot of my time. What's, what's your Twitch? My Twitch is uh, Queen Nazara. Oh, so you gotta spell you gotta that. Spell yeah. So Queen N E Z A R A. 
N-E-Z-A-R-A. Yes. All right. Well, Queen I will Zara definitely be following you on Twitter. I appreciate it. I mean, and everyone else I'm should here. check this out. This is yeah. so cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. All, all right. I mean, I'm here for you guys. I'm glad I ran into you. This, this is be real. This is fantastic. It's a pleasure. Thank Welcome you. to the Friday New Family, Thank not Friday you. Night Family Queen. Hey, yeah, let me. Let me. Oh no. no, these are. This is a game. We, oh, I need a card. We know we have stickers. We we. The, the, this is the first time anyone has asked us for as many business cards I mean, as they've been asked because for. Because you don't see something like this every day. I mean, I would. My sister, I know, would bond a lot with you guys because she's very into like social media and recording and everything. She actually oh, manages wow. a social media for a very big nonprofit. Oh wow. And, um, and you guys would probably hit Does she too. want for very little money to manage social media for a, a medium-sized independent podcast? Here we are, and welcome to the Friday Night Booth at Baltimore Comic-Con. I am with some new friends, Carlos and Matthew. And the reason why they are my new friends, in addition to the fact that this is Carlos' first Comic-Con, and I want him to have an amazing, memorable, wonderful time, Carlos and Matthew are fans of the Avatar Airbender universe, which everybody knows who listens to this podcast, Becky and I, are monster fans of. Becky has stepped away for a moment, so she will not be here to be so happy. But I have said this many times, that after Star Wars, Avatar is what I believe is the best universe, and unlike Star Wars, Avatar has not failed its fans yet. Mm -hmm. So that's my first hot take. I want to ask Carlos first would you agree with my hot take or am i taking it a little too far yeah definitely especially if you're looking at the animated series yeah they haven't failed this yet and that's that's pretty good now when you get to the live action not canon we're, doesn't count we're, we're not going to count the live mm -hmm. action, that's all that's yeah. star wars holiday special zone sure, it doesn't really sure. <laughs> but yeah absolutely uh, okay matthew what do you think of my my bold statement Actually, I will admit, it took me a while to actually watch the original series on the get-go. I actually binge-watched the whole thing um, right before COVID happened. And so you saw it as an adult, like I saw yeah. it in my 30s. Yeah, I saw I saw it as an adult, and I'm like, oh, I now see the hype around it. And I watched it all the way through in two days, oh, yeah. like nonstop. He, I saw it when it came out on TV, and I said, this is awesome, as and went kid. out and bought the DVDs. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> okay. Yeah, For me, I saw it in my 30s, and the first season, I was very wrapped up. I get very emotional with certain ships, relationship ships. Mm -hmm. And once I get invested, it, it becomes a very big thing for me. And I was very happy with the resolution of the ship in the first one. But I was so deeply emotionally invested, and they don't give you it until the very last second, like what the resolution is going to be. And I was jumping up and down on the chair, so tense watching with my kids because we watched the end together. Mm -hmm. They still remember how stressed I was mm -hmm. that it wasn't going to go the way I thought it was going to go. Mm -hmm. Man, I was so emotional. I, I don't usually cry, and I almost cried. I was so happy that it resolved the way it did. Yeah, I remember in, in Last Airbender, there were definitely a few things that were like, wow, did not see that coming, or wow, that came out of nowhere. Um, one episode that still sticks with me today is the bloodbending episode. Oh. I was just and thinking that, that episode. was like, whoa, you and just completely changed my entire universe, right. you know, of, of what could happen. And it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that makes sense if you take this literally one half step further, but you wouldn't have thought 
you know, especially in a, what at the time was a Nickelodeon show, that they would take that, that and, step. And the waterbenders are these peaceful Tai Chi right. guys, and Katara is this virtuous leader, but someone who does have a lot of anger, and then you turn it just a little bit. And then you turn it just bit. a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then they never come back to it. Right. It's like, wait, yeah. there's a dark side to the Force? Yeah. You know, to, to mm -hmm. mix the metaphors. And here. then even though season one of Korra is not beloved by many people, if you take it in the context of what you're talking about here, I'm going to say something bold. You guys know Star Trek? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Because yeah. here you have this one-off episode with this intense concept and then boom, when you come back to Rat Korra, yeah. what are you talking about? You're talking mm -hmm. about bloodbending in the yeah. end. Mm -hmm. Bloodbending is this overlooming villain that is so powerful that it can take away bending. Yeah. And so that I think that, you know, Korra is a more uneven series, but I mm -hmm. think like if you want, I've seen Korra many times, I probably watched it even more because I think it really needs the rewatch because you, you do have mm -hmm. to put the pieces together. Well, you yeah. also know every time you rewatch a show, there's always things that you notice the first time, but then like the second time you watch, it's like, oh, there's this other thing that I didn't really think about, and that kind of helps like give you more information, more understanding of the overarching story of the series. Yeah. Or yeah. oh, wait a minute, they introduced that way back here. Oh yeah. But they didn't say it, but you saw it in the background, and now here we are four mm -hmm. episodes later, oh, and it comes up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Mm -hmm. um, all right, so bloodbending, brilliant. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's an episode that stands out? You're, you're helping me with mm -hmm. my mission because my mission and my sister's is that everybody watches this show. People ask me for recommendations and they say, I need to watch a great show. I'm like, stop if what you're doing. They haven't seen that show stop yet. Stop what you're doing. This is the best, this yeah. is the best show ever made. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a cartoon. I'm, I don't care. Yeah, don't be closed minded. Mm -hmm. This is the best show. We might, like, they're like, no, and then they'll say something like, but I love the Harry Potter books. I'm like, Harry Potter doesn't have shit on airbender. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about a story about kids who grow up and have to deal with adversity that starts as more yeah. of a kid's story and mm -hmm. ends as a story of kids who are older and more mature dealing mm -hmm. with bigger threats, mm -hmm. this is a thousand times mm -hmm. better and more consistent and not made by people of questionable minds. I mean, look at like Zuko and Azula. Yeah, it's, it's look at that dynamic. Mm -hmm. And the whole and thing their that their dad. family represents. <laughs> their dad. Their, their dad. Oh, yeah. Uncle yeah. Iroh. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I love Uncle Iroh. All right. So, yeah. so Matthew, who, what is an episode that stands out to you, sir? Oh, my goodness. The, the bloodbending is one. Um, the introduction of Toph. Just because, oh. like. The, the, that, the blind bandit? Yeah. yeah. That episode, I feel like, is getting a new, revel like, a revival of love. Mm-hmm. I mean, who, who doesn't love her? Who You can't not love Toph. Like, she's, no, she doesn't hold anything back. She speaks right. her mind. And she's insanely powerful. I was happy to see her in Korra also. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 the older yes. Toph. And she is deeply flawed. Yeah. Right? She's mm -hmm. deeply flawed. She is physically flawed. She's disabled. But she's also not, like, some sort of magical disabled person where everything's perfect. She, she is extremely powerful and she's a great friend in a lot of ways but she's also very angry and closed mm -hmm. off mm -hmm. and that plays through and 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 so influential to so many people there's so many people where i i talk to them and they're like i'm an earthbender because of talk yeah mm -hmm. my sister she thinks she's an earthbender 
Hundred mm-hmm. percent. So I, I love that. Okay, the, so for me, my favorite episode. I have a lot of favorite episodes, but for me, the one that just blew my mind was the drill. That 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 series of episodes when the, it's like the d- dragons pass and the drill. It's in the second season, I think. It is when uh, Azula is trying to take down. Uh, the walls of Boston. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aang and Katara, like Team Avatar, makes the transition, I think, from kids yeah. to military strategists. Mm-hmm. Well, they and have to grow up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to, like, and Sokka plan, and you see, and Sokka's mm-hmm. planning, and they, and they pinpoint the different parts of the architecture. Uh, they pinpoint the different parts of the architecture, and they pull that thing apart. To me, Right, they could have done something like that in season one, but they weren't, they weren't ready. They yeah. had to earn that, and to me, and they had to have an, and they had these adversaries that seemed invincible. They had to be mm-hmm. Team Avatar, exactly, mm-hmm. in order for mm-hmm. that to happen. Mm-hmm. And they, and it's just one of the most incredibly well earned scenes, and it's so epic and it's so exciting. I just feel like it goes to that whole other level, that, and because of that, I think in the in the final in the the, the final four part. Yeah. You know, there's that scene where they're fighting on the blimp, mm-hmm. which is like my sister, right? She's calling me every time she's watching this. And we see, I tell her, I'm like, you got to get to the drill. The drill's amazing. And I said, but I promise you, however amazing you think it is, when you get to the end, the final battle, there's going to be stuff that I know. Her husband's a professional animator, big time okay. animator mm-hmm. for a major company. And I said, there's going to be stuff there where I don't know what you, how it fits in the sophistication, but it's going to make you jump in your heart. Just like, really? It gets better than this? Mm-hmm. And I feel like they were building, 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 building. Cause, right. And I just think that, that that's part of the build. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's talk characters here, and now we're going to play a Friday Night Movie game. Okay. Okay. The signature Friday Night Movie game is Buy, Rent, Men. Okay. Uh, you all remember the VHS era, or are you mm-hmm. okay? All right, yeah. all right, contemporaries here. Okay, so I don't have to. So in an old video store, you go in the Blockbuster. If you really mm-hmm. loved a movie and it just came out, you would buy that VHS. Sure. Mm-hmm. I bought very few. Did you ever buy any? A handful of them. Yeah. I I owned yeah. Army of Darkness mm-hmm. and the Blues Brothers. Okay. Maybe one or two other ones, but you know the rest were all rentals. I had like the original Batman on VHS. Oh so I yeah. yeah. I think maybe I had that too. The '89. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What about you? I I always rent it, but I don't know if I have anything left over from back then. I like the we the blockbuster near our house was kind of crappy, but we had like a, a Hollywood Video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Hollywood Holly, Video. Hollywood Video. That's the one we mostly went to because it was much larger. That's blockbuster awesome. was my second job. Oh, okay, <laughs> I used to that's work great. at Blockbuster. Okay, so buy is the one that, and in those days, like what? You know, video was like one hundred and fifty dollars, not one hundred, but it felt like one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Like, Ooh, yeah, buy a video. Mm-hmm. How many times are you gonna watch a right. video? Yeah, they were like nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. which in the nineties, like yeah. It was a yeah, oh. it was basically like two hundred bucks. Yeah, so for a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, or you're gonna rent and a minute. Now this is where this is not like it was that. Like four or five bucks just to rent. <laughs> now now a minute is this is where this is not like that other game. Because a med doesn't have to be the worst. It's just whatever you ascribe to med. It can be ambivalence. It can be distaste. It can be uh, just medium. Mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, it can be whatever you want. Okay. So I'm going to give you three 
Avatar characters. I'm not going to take it from Team Avatar, though, because that's the core, the core mm -hmm. four. Sure. Yeah. Why do it with that? Right. Yeah. But I'm going to make it hard. I'm going to make you choose. Mm -hmm. okay. It's going to hurt. Okay? Okay. Ready? Okay. Ready. Okay. Uncle Ira. <laughs> yeah, it already hurts, right? Okay. Okay. Um, that Uncle was Ira. His passing was sad. Oh, dude. Mako, the really actor? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Okay, so we got Uncle Ira. We got Suki. Okay. And I'm going to throw in Azula because she may not be a good guy, but when you talk about great characters, right. you're talking about a great character, okay? So Uncle Iroh, Suki, and Azula. You can only ascribe one value to each one. Buy, rent, or rent. I would, I would buy. And I need um, your ra rationale. you got to give rationale. me your, your reasons. Okay. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I would do meh. For Silky. Okay. I don't, I mean, yeah. you just back it up. You know, like, because I appreciate her as a character, but like I said, her, you can't top Azula's impact. Like, from the from beginning to, like, hunting them, like, every three seconds. Like, they think they got away from it, and, you know, they got away from her and her crew, and just over the horizon. There she is, just waving. Like, no, I'm, I'm right here. I'm right, right. here. I'm, I'm ready to get you. She runs Ba Sing Se at one point. Yeah, she yeah. she okay. she she runs everything, and right. you can't discredit her. Suki was good, but I gotta give Suki meh. All right. Yeah, and and for me it's the same thing. You know, it's like given the other two and who they are, and if I had to describe one to each, then yeah, Suki would be a meh. Okay, so yeah. give me the other two now. Now it's gonna now this is a really hard. That part. that is the hard one. Mm -hmm. um, You're just stalling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know <laughs> mine. I don't know about you. I know my, I know my, um, I, I've already assigned my other two. Yeah, that's, that's pretty brutal. That's pretty brutal. Matthew? So, I would, I would, I think I would buy um, Uncle Iroh, honestly. I, I, I would buy Uncle Iroh also. All right, buy it's Uncle It's really Iroh. close, that's, though. That is really close. Mm, I really think close. the safe bet, and I agree with you, you got to yeah. buy Uncle Iroh because as necessary as Azula is, mm -hmm. Uncle Iroh's the North Star. He he's really dropping is. the hints. He's mm. he's both he trying to save his son, his, yeah. his nephew, but he is not laying it. He is not forcing him. Right. Mm. He's still letting him make the choices. And mm. what? Yeah, I think I think is, that North is Star analogy is, is the best one. Yeah, mm. I think that's really the best analogy there, because he's basically that that person on his shoulder saying, you know, there are all these other options. You know, you can do this instead. You don't have to be the person that your dad says you are. You know, so that's one of the. Uh, it's a lot of character mm -hmm. development, not mm -hmm. just for him, because he goes through changes also, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. right? But also for uh, his nephew, and I think that's why. Whereas um, Azula, there's some character development there also. There's a lot of flash there, especially with the lightning and things like that. You know, so there's and there's a lot of fun with um, with Azula and. There is a lot of uh, um, divisiveness between her and her brother, you know, and that is also really good to see. That's why, I, certainly, I would put. That's why I said it's really close, you know, between the two because um, she is one of the driving forces behind, you know, why Aang is effectively running, 
you know, and she's one of the driving forces why um, Zuko is running. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. so it's it's pretty interesting. So that's why I would definitely have her be uh, pretty up there as well. Mm-hmm. And to le- and for the, especially for her and Zuko, their relationship developing over the series to lead to their final battle against each other. You know, to see like which way is the right way is she is is her way right you know with strength and rule and you know like bloodshed and blue lightning and blue and blue lightning or opening your mind to seeing this isn't that that the old way isn't the way like you know like or the old way isn't the only way isn't yeah the old way isn't the only way there is a much better kinder way to proceed forward with the world and to see it you know clash head on Absolutely. All right. I'm going to get us out of here in a moment, but I, if, you, if you haven't read it yet, the, the graphic novel The Promise continues the story of the search for Zuko's mother and has a little bit more development with, with Azula. It's very weird. Um, it has some like spirit world stuff, but it's also very beautiful and very mm-hmm. intense, mm-hmm. and uh, I think you'll dig it. it okay. So I recommend it. All of the books are excellent, and they're all overseen by Mike, and Mike DiMartino, so they're legit canon mm-hmm. um, and so I, I strongly remember checking it out alright Carlos Matthew thank you so much for being part of the Friday Night Movie family thank and you yeah, right. thank Comic Con thanks for thanks for joining the show thank awesome. you hey there Friday Night Movie fans thank you so much to everybody who joined our Baltimore Comic Con spectacular special this brings us to the end this year but don't worry if all goes as planned we will be back in the meantime make sure to sign up for our mailing list at FridayNightMoviePod.com or just check us out on social media at FryNightMovie on Twitter and Instagram and please subscribe, rate, and review us. Thank you so much to everybody who joined the show at the con and everybody for listening. We love having you as part of the Friday Night Movie family. See you soon. Bye. Bye.